Mirrors have always held a mysterious allure, reflecting not only physical appearance, but also harboring a realm of superstitions across various cultures. These beliefs often intertwine with folklore, creating an intriguing tapestry of fears and cautionary tales. In Western cultures, one prevalent superstition warns of seven years of bad luck upon breaking a mirror. This stems from the ancient belief that mirrors not only reflected one's appearance, but also held a connection to the soul. Shattered glass was thought to fragment the soul, leading to an extended period of misfortune. Many still tread cautiously around mirrors, especially when the temptation to peek into their mysterious depths arises. Legend has it that in Victorian England, a cursed mirror was said to reveal a person's impending death. Those who gazed into it allegedly witnessed their own lifeless reflection. While this tale may be steeped in the supernatural, it adds to the eerie fascination surrounding mirrors. In some Asian cultures, mirrors are associated with the idea of capturing spirits. Folklore suggests that mirrors can trap souls or act as gateways to other dimensions. Placing mirrors facing each other is believed to create an endless portal, potentially allowing malevolent entities to cross over. This belief has led to diverse rituals and mirror placements aimed at warding off unwanted spiritual guests. In Japanese folklore, there's a tale of Kagami Mochi, a traditional New Year's decoration featuring a mirror. It is said that mischievous spirits could be drawn to the mirror, bringing both blessings and curses. Families would carefully handle these mirrors to avoid any supernatural disturbances. Middle Eastern cultures often associate mirrors with the evil eye. Mirrors are believed to reflect and deflect negative energy, protecting individuals from harm. Conversely, Breaking a mirror can be seen as a release of accumulated negativity. It's not uncommon to find mirrors strategically placed in homes to act as talismans against malevolent forces. Ancient Persians had a superstition that mirrors could reveal the true nature of one's soul. It was believed that staring into a mirror for an extended period could expose the innermost thoughts and intentions of an individual, adding an unsettling dimension to self-reflection. With their reflective surfaces and mysterious qualities, mirrors continue to be shrouded in superstitions across cultures. Whether viewed as portals to the supernatural or tools for warding off evil, these beliefs add an element of mystery to our everyday encounters with mirrors, inviting us to ponder the thin veil between the seen and the unseen. This week, we're going down the rabbit hole of self-reflection, so put your therapists on speed dial and buckle up for more information than you're probably interested in hearing. We're talking haunted mirrors, and we'll see you on the inside. the realm of the Freaky Deaky, an unsuspecting stop at the crossroads of fantasy and reality, where the frayed edges of make-believe seep into this cookie-cutter, white picket world you've been led to believe is far from extraordinary. What you're about to hear are true stories. <clears throat> Alleged true stories. Christian, just... Okay. Tales of the strange and inexplicable thought only to exist in film and folklore. Although difficult to accept, we do not know everything about this reality about time or space, what lies beneath the ocean's depths. And try though we might, the unchanging truth remains. There are some things we legitimately cannot explain logically.
this shit. Wow, YouTube. Five o'clock in the morning, goddamn. Wow, sorry. Old black man. Racist. Am I the racist? Old A dark man. One of the brown women. You tell me, Christian. <laughs> I'm just being descriptive. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it is. So is the KKK. Good point. Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky, everyone. It is, well, it's almost 6 a.m. now, so we've burned some time. But it was about 5 a.m. when we got this shindig on the road. Ran into a couple of hiccups. Christian had a late night, and I have a busy day, so here we are. Yay. Yay. We love the no energy episodes of 5 a.m. recording. We'll have energy. Just not good energy. Yeah, so anyway, uh, welcome back to the show. Sure. Oh, I'm sorry. You should be. What were you saying? Nothing. Go ahead. Nothing important, I'm sure. Anyway, if you are new to the show, we ask one thing of you, and that's that you listen to the entire episode. And if you are a fan of what you hear, go ahead and rate it five stars wherever you're listening. It truly does help us throw the show out and spread the word to people that may or may not be in- interested in these topics. And maybe they don't know they're interested in these topics, but we're here to welcome them in with open arms. We do the topics differently here. We do. You can find us on social media at Freaky Deaky Pod pretty much everywhere except for TikTok. That's at TFT Paranormal. And if you have a tale of your own, paranormal, haunted mirrors, not a tale physically, Christian. I see you leaning towards the microphone and wanting to say that. It's not a physical tale. We don't want to hear about your physical tale. If you have a paranormal experience that you'd like to share, have a heard one of our listener story episodes, which is on the horizon pretty soon here. I think we got enough for another one. Send it into the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. We always love hearing your stories. Like I said, recently we got a, a story from Ireland from our, our boy Chris out there. And I tell you what, I am addicted now and I need more stories from other places places and listeners and cultures from all over the world so send them in to the gang at the freakydeaky.com i believe that's about it today we're, we're talking mirrors folks and this is something i've wanted to do for a while and just never really had the time to look into it and i put it off and here we are i forgot you mentioned we were going to do mirrors and i just happened to be listening to a song on the way over here called they're gonna do mirrors no no well, they had a, a mirror line so i like wanted the stranger in the mirror is smothering me. Is this some kind of weird folklandish Scandinavian? Of what I want to believe. No, it's actually not Scandinavian this time. Is it hair metal? I don't know what, I, you know, anymore. There's so many different, different genres of rock music and metal. It's probably something close to metal. Is my boyfriend a demon? Should I break up with my boyfriend because he met a 400 year old vampire? Come at me, bro. Yeah, some new additions to the soundboard as always. And then I've, I've gone ahead and mocked you in an episode. So I also have. Is my boyfriend a demon? <laughs> now, now you're, that's like double mockage. I know. I'm just going to start say, saying your phrases and then just play them back to back. The shit I put up. I know. It's great. But we, it keeps the soundboard fresh and that's really all that matters, you know? But anyway, yeah, we're going to be covering a lot of topics here. It's a pretty dense episode. I have no idea how long it's going to be. And if we get close to the end, I might just have to save some of these stories and use them for Sleep with the Lights On, which is a YouTube show that we produce that comes out every other Friday. So if you are not subscribed, to the YouTube channel. Now is a great time to do that. I'm hoping by the time this episode comes out that we are at at least a thousand subscribers. We are at 986 or something. Just inching closer, inching closer, and we're almost there. So give us a sub. Give us a well, yeah. Ooh. You're welcome. Yeah, that's the best. That's subscribe, the best. subscribe, and make us. Wow, really, really selling it. It's the hard sell I need to here. wake up, Scott. Yeah, take over. So yeah, just let me. You wanted me to do the episode so you could wake up. So just it's not working. <laughs> Wow. Anyway, we're going to be talking about all things mirrors. And doesn't that sound fascinating now on the surface? I'm, ref- I'm intended. currently reflecting on that statement. Yeah. 
uh, on the surface. It doesn't sound like an interesting episode, but it actually really is. I promise. So stay tuned. And we're at the end of all the information, you know, the fun stuff. We're going to get to some actual personal stories from folks that have what they can only describe as haunted mirrors. And I'm even going to touch on a documentary slash show that I'd like to produce at some point using Christian as a guinea pig. But we'll get to that later. We're going to start with the, uh, the use of mirrors in cult circles. John D. And I didn't mention John D. in this because we have an entire episode on John D. that you can go back and check out. But John D. was one of the first people that came to mind. He had a mirror. He did. And as, if that was the only you know prerequisite for being in this episode, it would be a mile long because we all do. But John D. was a pretty fascinating character. And I believe it was Sheila that told us to look into that. So shout out to Sheila. You have such a good memory. Only with this podcast, I'm finding. It's like that episode of SpongeBob where he's told to forget everything he knows and only focus on fine dining and I forget what the other thing was. But so he literally, like it shows his brain and his, they're like throwing away all these files for everything that's not related to fine dining. And that's me now with Spooky Ghost Podcasts. I see. And it's not great. But here we are. Uh, Mirrors have played a significant role in various occult practices across different cultures. In ancient Greece, mirrors were associated with the goddess Hecate, who was often depicted carrying a torch and a key, symbolizing her connection to the spirit world. Mirrors were believed to aid in communicating with the dead and invoking divine guidance. In Chinese Taoist traditions, mirrors were utilized for feng shui purposes, reflecting and redirecting energy and spaces. And we're actually gonna touch on a little bit of like, it's down the line, but a little bit of like placement and and whatnot for your home. So you can check your own house and see, am I opening portals to the unknown in my home? Unknowingly, ironic. Anyway. Yeah, that's the government's job. Mirrors were considered powerful tools for balancing and harmonizing the flow of key, the life force. The ancient Egyptians used polished metal and later glass mirrors. Mirrors were linked to the goddess Hathor. Close enough, man. Hathor? Who cares? I mean, a lot of people may have cared back in the day that worship her. Like, how dare you, white man? I don't know if they still do, but... I know who doesn't, this guy. Yeah, just don't expect us to always say these words, right? Yeah, we talk about a lot of stuff that doesn't have very easy words to pronounce. And if that upsets you, then you're in the right place. If you like being upset. Scott has a soundboard full of me not being able to say simple words. So pubis says. Nailed it. That's a, is that an Egyptian or a Greek Greek god? (laughs) Yeah. Pubisus, of course. Yes. It sounds Greek. Anyway, Egyptians believed that mirrors could capture and hold the soul, making them an essential item in burial rituals. One of the most intriguing uses of mirrors in occult practices is scrying. Is crying. No. (laughs) That's. Crying. Looking in the mirror and crying your eyes out. Now, anyway, a method of divination. Obsidian mirrors with their dark reflective surfaces have a special place in scrying lore. I guess we mentioned John Dia. Paragraph too early. Some cultures, like the Aztecs, used polished obsidian mirrors to communicate with gods or receive prophecies. Obsidian mirrors were believed to possess the ability to reveal hidden truths and provide insights into the future. Legends tell of ancient priests and seers gazing into obsidian mirrors to access otherworldly knowledge, unlocking mysteries that were otherwise concealed. There are eerie tales of individuals experiencing unsettling visions while practicing scrying with obsidian (laughs) mirrors. Some claim to have glimpsed shadowy figures or received cryptic messages during these sessions, adding an element to mystique and spookiness to the practice. 
In medieval Europe, mirrors were associated with magic and superstition. Some believed that mirrors could trap the soul, leading to the tradition of covering mirrors in a house where someone had died to prevent the deceased's spirit from being captured. And that still happens to this day. I didn't put it too much like modern shit in here, but yeah, apparently that's still a fairly yeah. common practice in certain cultures to, to cover a mirror when someone dies. And Yeah, I think it's cultures that might surprise people. Yeah. Like it's cultures a lot of us are familiar with, but we never would have thought that they still do this. That is true. Then maybe they're wiser for it. Who knows? Mm. And Christian apparently thinks he knows. I do know. There's no science involved in this. Yeah, actually, this mirror episode got so big that I had to cut the science junk out of it. I was like, nobody wants to hear this. I'll fill that in in a, in a more sure. entertaining way. I'm sure, yeah. Anyway, mirrors and occult practices have been multifaceted, symbolizing divination, spiritual connection, and protection. The obsidian mirror in particular adds an element of mystery and reverence to the art of scrying, with its dark surface believed to unveil secrets from realms beyond our ordinary perception. And so that kind of leads us into obsidian mirrors and scrying, which I feel like is kind of a... Actually, what I, I at one point, I did want to buy an obsidian mirror just to have it in the, the studio, but I think it'd freak me out too much. It would freak you out. If me, I'd be like, this is cool. I know. It looks cool, though, right? It's a kind of a dope thing, you know? I'd be like, Scott, come here. I met a new demon. Look. Yeah, do you see the demon in here? He's smiling at us. Like, Christian, that's just you. Anyway. Um, yeah, so diving into obsidian mirrors and scrying... Should I break up with my boyfriend because he met a 400-year-old vampire? Is my boyfriend a demon? Is my boyfriend a demon? Mockery. The mockery, indeed. While accounts of unsettling visions during scrying with obsidian mirrors vary, some stories have common themes of mysterious encounters and experiences. And kind of like what we touched on moments ago, legend has it that Aztec priests used polished obsidian mirrors and elaborate rituals to communicate with deities and gain insights into the future. During these sessions, priests claim to witness surreal visions of cosmic events, symbolic figures, and prophetic scenes, heightening the mystique surrounding their practices. In medieval Europe, individuals practicing scrying with obsidian mirrors were sometimes accused of engaging in sorcery. There are historical accounts of alleged witches and sorcerers who claim to have seen apparitions, glimpses of the spirit world, or received premonitions while peering into these dark reflective surfaces. Contemporary occult practitioners using obsidian mirrors for scrying have shared accounts of experiencing unsettling visions. Some describe encounters with shadowy figures, strange symbols, or scenes that seem to transcend time and space. These personal anecdotes contribute to ongoing fascination and cautionary tales surrounding the use of obsidian mirrors in the occult community. In various cultures, there are folkloric stories warning against staring too long into mirrors, especially in the dark. Some believe that mirrors, including those made of obsidian, can act as portals to other realms. Tales of individuals witnessing ghostly apparitions or disturbing reflections in obsidian mirrors serve as cautionary narratives, emphasizing the potential risks of delving too deeply into the mysteries beyond. Several narratives suggest that scrying with obsidian mirrors is not without its dangers. The allure of gaining forbidden knowledge or peering into the unknown can lead to psychological and spiritual challenges. The stories caution that those who seek answers through these practices may encounter more than they bargain for, opening themselves to realms of the supernatural that defy rational explanation. So to kind of close out this, uh, the, the breakdown on mirrors, I'm going to go into some details for our folks at home about you know, best practices and orientation for placements of mirrors within the dwelling. Before you go into that, can I reference just the part you were just talking about? 
with the reflective surfaces and seeing into the future and everything. Oh, no, it's okay. Because that's... Well, <laughs> what, what would you like to reference? Because that's basically how Nostradamus predicted the future. He didn't have a mirror, but he used water well, and, a bowl, and a candle right. to create that reflective... I don't know what you'd call it. Well, the, refl the reflection it's, is where he saw the future, supposedly. It's just scrying, right? That's all that is. No, scrying? Well, I guess technically it is scrying, but mm. his, his was a little just with water instead of a obsidian mirror. That'd and, be weird. And probably mushrooms. Yeah, and probably mushrooms. Got to throw that in there, right, Christian? I mean, it just makes sense. Yeah, so anyway, here's uh, orientation and placement best practices. Various beliefs suggest that specific orientations of mirrors, especially when placed in certain positions within a home, may be linked to the opening of portals to otherworldly realms. One common belief is associated with mirrors facing each other. So mirror facing mirror, a widely held superstition suggests that if two mirrors are facing each other, a portal or gateway may be created, allowing spirits or energies to pass through. This concept is often tied to the idea that infinite reflections generated by the mirrors create a kind of energetic doorway, which is bad news for me as a teenager and shoving my face between two opening mirrors and then singing all the parts of Bohemian Rhapsody with my reflections Jeez. after a shower. That's <laughs> bad news for that. Maybe that's why my house was haunted. Who knows? Did I do this to myself? Did you do a lot of drugs as a teenager? Because some of the things you tell me. Nope. Just lonely. Just lonely and a very strange man. So. I mean, I've used the medicine cabinet mirror mm -hmm. and open it up and. I've look. seen the 400 faces of Christian. The multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly that. But it had like, even like some of the ones we have here, where there's two doors that open up, you open those and you stick your head in there. It would make much more sense if you were high. Well, maybe I was. Who's to say? But actually, no, I was too young. Probably these days, maybe. Who knows? Scott, but, uh, Scott didn't do that until he was like 30. 22. Anyway, numerous spooky anecdotes circulate around the notion of mirrors facing each other. Tales speak of individuals who claim to witness strange occurrences, such as fleeting glimpses of shadowy figures or ghostly apparitions moving between the reflections. There's a lot of those. There's a lot of those. Some have reported hearing unexplained sounds or feeling an eerie presence when standing between two mirrors reflecting each other. Some have also reported opening them up after a shower and singing Bohemian Rhapsody with themselves. Oh, look at that. I'm not the only one. No, you are not. <laughs> yeah. In uh, various cultures, there are cautionary tales passed down through generations warning against placing mirrors in a way that encourages the creation of infinite reflections. The belief is that such a configuration may invite supernatural entities or energies into the living space. While the mirror-facing mirror superstition is widespread, specific cultural variations exist. Some believe that the arrangement can lead to a loss of one's own reflection, symbolizing a separation of the soul from the body. Others associate it with potential for spirits or entities to become trapped in the mirror's infinite reflections creating a haunted or energetically charged environment. This final one in this is about placing mirrors back to back. So if you, I mean, you could do it like physically, just have them back to back right there, sure. But even it works the same as if, uh, let's say on your bathroom wall, you have the mirror there. And then on the opposite wall of that, let's say it's a bedroom and someone has a mirror leaning up in that same spot. That's where you trap your demons in between the two. Now, the weird thing is when I first heard about that, specifically like the back to back, it was a bad thing, like you're opening a portal. But this, what I'm about to go into, it makes it sound like it's a protective thing. Like you can actually ward off evil by doing this. Because the portal is like, it's like an infinite loop. Maybe. That's what I feel like. Maybe. But it's weird that like my first interaction with this was like, oh, it's really bad to do that. And then I was reading this and I was like, 
oh, maybe it's actually really good to do that. So I'm not, you use your own discretion. If you got back-to-back mirrors in your house, folks, don't, don't blame your hauntings on a spooky ghost podcast. Okay. That's irresponsible. In some folklore and superstitions, placing mirrors back-to-back is believed to create a protective barrier or to deflect negative energies. This practice is thought to prevent spirits or supernatural entities from entering the living space through the mirrors. The idea is that by placing the mirrors in this manner, any potentially harmful energies are reflected away or canceled out. Placing mirrors back-to-back is often associated with the symbolic act of creating a shield against unwanted spiritual influences. It's akin to closing off the reflective surface, preventing it from serving as a portal or conduit for energies to pass through, which is kind of what you mentioned a moment ago. And then um, some cultures also believe that mirrors possess the ability to capture and trap spirits by positioning mirrors back to back. The intent is to confine any malevolent entities that might be drawn to the reflective surfaces. This is seen as a measure to safeguard the home and its occupants from supernatural harm. And also another interpretation in certain folk traditions is that mirrors can absorb negative energy. Placing them back to back is believed to concentrate and neutralize any negative influences within the enclosed space, preventing them from spreading or affecting the inhabitants. So that's about the the gist of the the mirrors, right? Like as far as like cultural beliefs and all that stuff and not diving too deep into the John D. Black mirror obsidian stuff, which we... I've already touched on in the past. Interesting. You mentioned John D and Black Mirror because <laughs> it's like you're, I know what you're saying, but I'm mm-hmm. like you also your Black Mirror actually fits into this episode. It does to a, to a certain extent, yes. But before we dive into the stories, I would like to take a moment to pitch the idea. And I've already kind of pitched it to you, so I'm pitching it to our listeners to see if it's something that they'd be. I'm not impressed that they would enjoy. So essentially, as I've mentioned in the past, we do not have a production crew. We do not have anything. It is literally uh, just Christian and I. Mostly Scott. Mostly me. So what I am suggesting is that we create a documentary over the course of a couple years where we just have you set up weird kind of folk practices in your house and see if you notice any difference. Like you could put just for right now, we, we buy a couple of those like, you know, long mirrors or whatever. And you, so we have two mirrors, you set them in your living room and you have them facing each other. And then over the course of, let's say a month or something like that, we film a little bit, we film the setup, film everything like that. And then we wait a month, we sit you down and we kind of talk about it. And you say, if anything weird happened and knowing you, you're going to be like, nope, everything was normal. It's perfectly fine. So it's kind of like me testing these theories out on you since you don't believe any of this stuff instead of myself, which I believe a lot of this stuff. And I think it'd be hilarious. Like I wouldn't be in it. I would be behind the camera and it would just be pretty much a documentary on you doing weird shit and me having dry commentary behind it. Do do you know a priest? Because I'm going to end up with demons in my house and they're going to follow you home. Uh, I actually am still kind of fleshing out an email to the priests locally to see if we can get one on the show. So I may know a priest in the near future. And if that's the case, I don't know if you'd want to come in and be like, oh, you've set this up yourself and you did this to yourself. Cool. Yeah, please let me help you. But we don't have to tell him about the experiments. We just be like, my friend, unbeknownst to him, he had two mirrors facing each other. And as you know, the tradition, sometimes these things happen. You know, so anyway, I think that'd be a funny documentary and just YouTube stuff. What if I put two mirrors facing each other to to let these things in and then put it in another room, mirrors back to back. So you'd see one come in and would instantly get sucked into the other mirror screaming. He got me. Yeah, Yeah, that'd be really. They'd make a movie about me because I solved the world's problems by 
Yeah. Getting rid of all the demons. Somehow you're always the hero in the story, Christian. Isn't that interesting? It's the Leo in me. Wow. Anyway, I think that'd be, that'd be funny. And I did just, like I said, I just bought night vision goggles. <laughs> so It so sounds funny I, to you. It does not sound fun to me. I could give it to you. You can just sit there in the dark and watch the mirrors with these night vision goggles. Or practice scrying, man. Whatever works, honestly. Yeah, I've always choice. wanted to try that. Scrying. It, it doesn't make it sound kind of interesting where you're like, I wonder if... I wonder what I will will hallucinate that's kind of the thing like even if it's all fake just the idea that you could see weird shit inside of it like that'd be something to like mark down be like yeah so anyway and we could add that to the video list wouldn't that be fun i'll yeah. be like i'll show you with a little bowl and a candle and be like all right christian i'll see you later have fun and then i'll come back in two hours and you're like shaking with a cup of coffee and you're like i saw some shit man we have to go back to your intro when you were talking about your having the therapist handy mm, that is true that is true so uh with all that aside Making great time, by the way. I was worried this was going to be a super long episode, but I do have a handful of stories, so we'll see exactly how long that goes. Yeah, let's dive into some personal accounts. Haunted Mirrors. This first one is from Evil Line. <laughs> the mirror scene stuff. It's haunted. Oh, yeah. Well, my mirror in particular, I'm sure, is very haunted, if that was the case. Every teenager's mirror. Pimples. Oh. Okay, I was like, what the fuck are teenagers doing in front of me? It's, it's pimples. Okay, glad you cleared that up. Anyway, this first <laughs> this first story is called The Talking Faces. The Talking what? Faces. And it's by Eveline. When I was a young woman, I thought it would be cool to try scrying with a mirror on Halloween. Anyways, I ended up seeing faces that were not mine looking back at me. Their mouths moving like they were saying something. It was just about the most creepy thing I've ever seen. Since then, I really try to avoid looking at mirrors at night because I occasionally will see something moving that isn't there. I won't sleep with a mirror in my room and I'll remove them as much as possible wherever I live. Playing with mirrors has left me with a terrible, lifelong aversion to them. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Yeah, so anyway, we're going to get Christian some mirrors and we're going to make him... We're going to give him a lifelong aversion of mirrors as well. Doesn't that sound fun? Going back to my earlier comment, I'm a Leo. Mirrors are fine with me. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, you're very conceited, apparently. Ask ask my fellow friend Mike, living in Michigan, who is also a Leo. Wow. He, he loves mirrors even more than I do. It's yeah. not weird. If you knew our group of friends, you'd understand that reference. Seems like a great reference to make on a podcast where absolutely nobody knows Mike. So you're alone in this one, except for Le Mike. Mike's probably listening. He's like, hey, I'm very famous. I now. mean, anybody that knows a Leo that's understands what Mike, never mind, never mind. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and continue on for the important stuff of this episode, which is Mirror Stories now. Uh, this one's called Back to Back, and it's Mystic Hiker. You should have totally put two stories that were exactly the same and said Mirror Stories. Hmm. Ah! <laughs> sorry, sorry. Ah. <laughs> 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 Classic. I'll just say here. Oh, this is actually, that's where I got the information about the back to back is it was this story. Cause okay. I was like, when I first read it out, but I guess it was from this story. Cause this is called back to back. It's from mystic hiker it said, we had a dear friend whose father was coming over for dinner. He's native American and I've known him and his daughters for years. He pulled up and wouldn't come up the driveway. He looked at me and said, the mirror you have in the living room is a portal. I looked at him confused. He hadn't been in the house. He told me that it was backed up to another mirror and caused a portal. I'd never heard of this. I went inside and sure enough, we had it hanging on a wall that on the other side was the mirror in the bathroom. We saw shadow people all the time in that house and some really negative energy that affected all of us. It's been over 15 years and my children who are now adults still talk about that quote haunted house. 
I told them years later about the whole mirror thing and they now make sure they don't put mirrors back to back on walls. We were watching old videos last month and the orbs floating around in those videos were insane. The mirror I had hanging was brand new from Hobby Lobby. Ooh, that's the problem. No, Hobby Lobby's bomb. I don't care what anyone says. I miss Hobby Lobby. Yeah, but they're demonic. They're demonic? I no, think that's just yeah, joking. Just joking. joking. You got to bleep. I'm not going to bleep it out, Christian. Yeah. People need to know what a bigot you are. It's all right. No, we need to not be sued. That was a little demonic. Yeah, it was a joke. That was a little financially devastating. <laughs> <laughs> there was something I was going to say, but I don't remember what it was. It's fascinating, though, with mirrors. It's like as we're going through this episode. Like some of this stuff almost feels instinctual, which makes you realize how long and how embedded some of these beliefs are and mm. happen in our society that they're almost not noticeable, but they are. Mm. Everybody has that, like, I don't know if it's fear, but maybe a wariness or just a, a realization that mirrors are maybe have this magical quality to them, even though they're mass produced now. Back in the day when mirrors started kind of getting this reputation, it was hard to produce them. Yeah. Maybe yeah. only the rich had them. There was a mystical quality to yeah. it at that point. So it's fascinating that it's still such a big part of our, our society to where we recognize as we're talking about this. Probably most of us have thought about all these weird things with mirrors. We've all looked into the mirrors the way you and I talked about. And then waiting for your reflection to blink at you. Like, Come on, do it. Do yeah. it. What are you waiting for? Do it. You want to see that, but you also know that you may never come back from seeing something like I that. I would never see my own reflection again because I would never look. You know what, what this episode, what looking into this episode got me thinking about is that places like dance studios and like karate dojos and shit must be haunted as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> gyms. Yeah, like straight up. And but it'd be interesting if we could go into one at night and be like, hey, uh, weird question. Can we hang out here at night and search for ghosts? What if all these places had like, there's like this secret, like you got to embed a quarter into the wall or something to oh, like offset some kind. the mirror thing. What if they yeah. all had this little successful things and the ones that know about it are actually overcome these problems with mirrors facing each other? Yeah, that was just my main thing. Well, like just, I thought like dance, like ballet studios and shit like that, where there's like walls of mirrors facing each other and all. I'm like, damn, I must be haunted as fuck at night. They leave and ghosts just start dancing around the room. Mm. We just found where we can do some our studies. We'll be unique. I mean, why, they, why does this ghost show only go to ballet <laughs> studios and, and martial arts studios? Yeah. yeah. What's up, guys? We're back at another dance studio. We found one. This place surely is haunted. And then a, couple, a few weeks later, we got something new for you. Mike from Michigan's wow. bedroom. All mirrors. <laughs> wow. Yeah, even creepier. Hey, what's that on the ceiling, Mike? No. Um, yeah. So very spooky indeed. But. I don't know. My my old pastor growing up, his entire, like, he taught, I think it's, uh, what is it called? Demonic possession? Yeah, that's what he taught. No, he was a, it was a type of martial arts. Taekwondo? No, it was... Jiu-Jitsu? No, it was one word. Krav Maga? That's two words. Kenpo? Is Kenpo something? Kemp, Kempe? Is he a hockey player? <laughs> no, like, he taught hockey players? No, I can't remember. Kenji? <laughs> no, I have no damn clue. I took like one lesson and now I can kick anyone's ass. All right. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, he had mirrors all over the walls and that house was kind of spooky. I wonder if that had anything to do with it. I often like since looking into this, I have thought long and hard about do I have mirrors that are facing each other? And China almost does in our bedroom. She got a vanity mirror that's angled in a direction that's slightly towards a stand-up mirror. And I'm like, and that stand-up mirror, the opposite side of that on the side of the wall is our bathroom mirror. And I'm like, you know, the, the, the worst that could happen if they're not directly facing each other 
is the demons can be make eye contact with each other yeah. and, and they can peek in, but they can't comment. Like, well, they might be able to come in, but now that they can at least see each other, it's, it's not quite as bad, mm. but it's still pretty bad. Cause now they can plan yeah. how they were going to, how they will all take possession of your soul. Great. Mainly just because the energies of this house are kind of weird in general due to its history. Yeah. Going, another thing about whole, the whole instinctual mirror things that I just thought about is mm -hmm. I mentioned a quote from a song yeah. about a mirror. Unfortunately. Yeah. I have another one. Oh, please. Why are you talking? Is it Michael Jackson? Because we've oh, all, I didn't even we've think about heard this. that one. No, this one's mirror in the bathroom. Please talk free. The door is locked. Just you I and me. I have to pee. Oh, damn. That would have been so much better. It's an 80s song, but I was well, like, so, and we know like those are just two that happen to be on my phone, on my mm -hmm. playlist. How many, there's a lot of mirror songs out there. So that shows you how big of a part mirrors are. That's true. And it's, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. That was a little demonic. Actually, I would say it's a good thing because sometimes when I've walked out of the house without looking in the mirror, when I finally do, I'm like embarrassed. Classic. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I've really let myself go. Do you think like old mirror, like the mirrors that back hundreds or a thousand mm -hmm. years ago, do you think sometimes maybe the reason people were seeing things in those is they weren't really very good mirrors? They, they um, had like some like... Have you ever seen really old mirrors? I mean, you may not have yeah, because like the po actual polished shit, not like weird glass or actual like vintagey, like vintagey, and they're not yeah. the quality is not always there. Yeah, but it's not not there to the point where <laughs> you're seeing beings walk around and whatnot. You know, like well, if you have a piece of obsidian, you're not going to see a, a good reflection of yourself. Well, you're going to see shadows sure. and stuff. Yeah, and then some of the mirrors, I think they were made of silver in a lot of cases. Mm -hmm. um, only the rich people had them. So if somebody had, if somebody poor had a reflective surface, it probably wasn't a mirror. It was just, it was water, a piece of metal or what? Yeah. Something that you're going to see distortion. Yeah. To an extent, I, that can explain maybe one out of every 150 things that you see. Well, then you get the uncanny Valley. If you're looking at yourself in mm. something like that, it's like you, but not quite you. And it's creepy. That is true. You, but not quite you. And it is creepy. I'm going to get into another story. Sorry, man. I, you got me thinking a lot. I know. It's the mirrors, man. I'm telling you, it's a fascinating subject and one that I'd like to look into more and practice and do weird shit with outside of the house and in, in your house, even. I see. Yes, you do. You know, your, your son's going to end up coming into that house at some point. You want him hanging out with demons? By that point, it can be cleansed. So I mean, this next uh -huh. one is now you believe in witchcraft. Uh, no, cleansed through the power of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So you'd get a priest to do the witchcraft? Uh, no. I could do the witchcraft myself okay. via the power of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I get it. Anyway, moving right along. This next one is called Why I Hate Mirrors, and it's by B is Normal. And I've, I doubt that just based <laughs> on this story alone, but that's fine. This story is from my brother-in-law. This took place in Mexico in the 90s. My brother-in-law, Uriel, and his family had a house on the corner of the street. His parents always worked and never had time to do the house chores or look after Uriel, so they hired a housekeeper and slash nanny. The nanny was a teenage girl who was around 12 years old. It was acceptable to hire young kids back then in that area. Uriel said that in the beginning, everything was great and she did all her chores. The house was pretty big, so it was pretty impressive that at her age, she was able to keep up with all the cleaning. Oh, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> I mean, twelve-year-old, the slave labor. Yeah, it's not in that impre when you when you have a, a twelve-year-old slave. Oh. I guess that's expected of them, isn't it? Yeah. Look at all that energy she's got. Well, she is twelve, so and yeah. we, we just beat her. That is true. Yeah, beat the nanny metal band. The house was pretty big, so it was pretty impressive that at her age she was able to keep up with all her cleaning. 
The family was content with their work, and the girl was always happy to help. Just content. Just content. Definitely a slave. This, this will do. Eat your supper in the pantry. Get in there. The family was content with their work, and the girl was always happy to help. In the house, there was a big staircase that led to a second story. Uriel said, as soon as you got on this top step, there was a very, very big Victorian mirror, which was recently given to his, to his parents by some acquaintances. The family started noticing that the girl would always glance at the mirror. The glances then escalated and she began staring at the mirror from afar. Soon she would stare to the point where she would stop doing her chores and just stay there for hours at a time. Sounds like another Leo, am I right? Mm -hmm. Christian, catch you doing that all the time. I'm like, Christian, can we get back to the podcast? Like, but wait, my reflection. Anyway, she stopped speaking to anyone and did nothing else but stare at the mirror. She even stopped eating and sleeping. Just 24 hours a day, stay, wake up at 3 a.m. to get some water. I go, hey, what's up? Still at the mirror, huh? Anyway. Do you think uh, during that time the mirror was saying, kill your slave masters? Maybe. We'll find out. She then reported that she wanted to kill her slave masters. No. <laughs> you had me there for a second. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> wow. Did I call it? Now, she stopped speaking, did nothing but stare at the mirror. She even stopped eating and sleeping. The family became very concerned and alerted her family. When her family came to pick her up, they couldn't separate the girl from the mirror. She was in a sort of hypnotized state. They took her to the local witch doctor, and the witch doctor said something in there had taken her. That it had just left her body behind and nothing could be done. She was in a vegetative state and remained like that for some days. It would all come to an end when Uriel's family ordered to have the mirror stored in the basement. At one point, one of the few people moving it somehow stepped on the mirror and it broke. It shattered into many pieces. Seconds later, the girl's family called Uriel's family saying that the girl had begun convulsing and that she passed. It was very sad and the family was devastated. To this day, he still doesn't like talking about this much because it scared him to death. That is a pretty wild story. That's trippy as hell. Like the the idea that something from a mirror can grab you and like hold your soul captive or some shit. I don't know, man. And the fact that when some dude moving it accidentally stepped on it, I don't know how you step on a mirror if you're moving it. But the fact that it's shattered and then this girl died, starts convulsing and dies. I'm like, that is a pretty wild tale. I mean, there, I'm sure there's ways to explain this away, but it's the coincidence and the connection make it made for Hollywood. Have you ever seen or have you ever like crossed any mirrors that gave you like uh, any kind of bad juju, any kind of like weird offish vibes? Not that I can think of. I don't. I mean, yeah, I probably have at some point in my life, but it's nothing that I've ever like kept in the house or anything. So I think there it's mirrors are around so much now that maybe like that instinctual thing we mentioned is still there, mm. but it's almost too common in our life to, I don't think we notice them as much and maybe that's what they want. The people that put all those mirrors in our houses, the what Stuff, form, yeah. form of mental control, maybe mm. that, and, and we all kind of coalesce around a central theme of unity. I mean, and we're not there yet, but I think maybe the mirrors are making us, what if they were making us kind of have more tension in the world before we all conform? To their magical ways i mean they, if i had to rate that on a scale of one to a hundred as far as you know possibilities go i'd probably put that at a solid negative eight but yeah, i'm not saying it's aliens mm, but it's aliens but it's mirrors anyway that was kind of a wild story that one that one is like that one is made for tv or movies i know that could, it could definitely be 
But yeah, there's like there's a lot of there's also a lot of holes in that story where I'm like, mm. I mean, there are, but that the so creepy the, to think about. The fun part is is just ignoring those holes sometimes because I'm like she got her soul sucked into the mirror. It happens. Yeah, it happens. Hasn't happened to me yet, but Scott's obviously aiming for that. You That's, know, I'm not a rich man. You might not want to just off me that easily to get my money. Well, we all actually already do have a replacement for you lined up. A shout out to Ian. So, what? Yeah, yeah. After the Peggy, the haunted doll episode, Ian, um, who actually we should probably get on the show at some point because he's got some really cool theories and does some really interesting write ups on uh, topics that are way outside of my understanding. But yeah, he sent in a story. I was like, hey, when Peggy inevitably, you know, kills Christian off, can I fill a seat? And I said, yeah, we don't have to wait for Peggy to, to off Christian. Just welcome aboard, you know? So, replaceable, okay? <laughs> Keep that in mind. And with that, you don't even pay me. I don't even pay myself. That's true, but you're an entrepreneur. Wow hate that word anyway uh this is this next one is called a black <laughs> shape and it's by the dark side of taco yes is there a dark side of taco if light is hitting it from one side then yes there must be what if the dark side of tacos when you're just sitting in front of a mirror eating tacos or when you're long? sitting on the toilet after eating tacos that's the dark side of tacos anyway classing it up as always uh says old mirrors can be creepy the end. No. I rented an apartment that was the converted attic of an 1800s home. It came partially furnished, which included an old mirror in the living room. Several times I would walk past it and see a dark shape reflected behind me in the living room. When I turned around, nothing was there. The final straw was a night I was going to bed and went around turning off lights, checking the door, etc. I turned off the floor lamp in the living room and the shape appeared right in front of me. I screamed and it disappeared. After that, I took the mirror down and put it in a closet with the reflective side facing the wall. That was a scary apartment and town. All three places I had lived in had some kind of haunting. I'm back in the South now and haven't had any ghostly annoyances since. That's interesting. That's the first person that's ever gone down to the South and said, I had less ghost experiences here yeah. in the South. <laughs> Things are getting better down here. <laughs> Now, that story actually reminded me of the uh, that one gigantic shadow being I saw on the reflection of a microwave, which is technically a mirror. You know, I didn't think about it, but now that I was just a big black mass. Everything is reflecting back at us. Wow. Making us think it's all about us. And it is not for it. Anyway, yeah, it's kind of creepy. I don't know. Would you live in an 1800s house? Hell Yeah. Would you really? Yeah, I would love it. And then you'd you'd have to be convinced after that. Like, especially if you moved into like a haunted house from the 1800s or some shit. There's no way that you don't see something. And if you do, then that's your fault. <laughs> okay, that's that's all you. The ghosts are like, okay, he's just he just honestly doesn't care. Do you ever think that maybe even us skeptics see things? We're just like, oh shit, my mind's playing tricks on me again. Uh, yeah, because you've shared about 20 stories over the course of this podcast, and every week there's a new one. We're like, oh, that reminds me of a time where a demon and I shared a loaf of ciabatta bread, and you're like, what the hell? When did that happen? I also just snuck a, a third song lyric in there. Wow. That was accidental, though. Wow. Even better. Just kidding. It's worse. I don't know, man. What do you think about this mirror stuff? I'm sitting here throwing out all these different theories. You're just like, mirrors are spooky. What's, what, what do you think's going on? 
I don't know. Because yeah. I, I don't fully understand the, like, the I don't even fully get, like, the portal thing. You know what I mean? Uh, I do, because it looks like a portal. Just because it looks like a portal doesn't mean, I could draw a portal. Does that mean that there's if, that some entity is going to be, like, confused by it and comes, like, stomping through? There's plenty of stories where somebody's drawn a portal and there's actually been a portal there. But, um, yeah, I mean, I do believe in portals. I do believe that there's like certain pockets. Like we even, even you talk like Sedona and stuff like that. And like all these different, or is it, what, is that Sedona what I'm talking about? Sedona is one of them. Yeah. Like where there's like natural portals and like natural weird energy pockets that, that are known for this type of stuff. So I'm, I'm open to that. I, I don't necessarily fully grasp the mirror section of it. Like yeah. I get the idea because they're kind of like spooky, I guess, but I don't know if I believe it unless it's something where we have said it for so long that it becomes almost like that totem or that golem of a sorts or whatever it is. What if uh, it's kind of like, you know, the stone tape mm-hmm. theory? What if the mirror is collecting that energy? Like every time we look into it, it our energy goes into the mirror. It's like saved into it, yeah. Yeah, and or every time we walk by it, every time... Mm-hmm. You know, because it's reflecting something, it's... So if it witnesses something tragic, like it's similar... And that's funny that you mentioned that, because I was actually thinking that with the last story. Yeah. It's like, if a if a mirror's in a room and some, like, like you know, someone dies or there's some kind of, you know, violent attack or something like that, does the mirror then hold on to that? And could you curse a mirror? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're... You don't like a certain family because they have a bad reputation with child sl- slavery, mm. you curse that mirror and put it in their house. So their child slave dies. Well, I mean, that's wow. just collateral damage. Yeah. Well, collateral damage being the one thing you were hoping to rescue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, the, you know, when, when, when you're living in a society with child slavery, mm. people will just make weird rationalizations or whatever. No, I don't know. I'm just making this shit up, but it just made me wonder about the whole energy thing on the mirror. Yeah, no, I, I agree with the stone tape thing. I think that is definitely possible that maybe mirrors in general, aren't necessarily conduits or, or portals or anything like that, but witnessing something or being in the same area as something, I, I think it could have the same effect of like recording it that, you know, the earth does or, but I don't know. I could, I mean, what the fuck do either of us know? To be honest, it, all we know is it's a little creepy and there's some stories about it, which means that so maybe stuff a happens. little creepy. Yeah. Mirrors are creepy. And yeah, they are. I don't like, if I go into the bathroom when my son is sleeping, I don't turn on the light. When I first get in, I wait until I close the door just because his, his room is like right across from that. So I'm like, I'm not trying to, wake him up or anything and and so i close the door before i turn on the light and i don't look in the mirror it's just instinct like hey don't look at that until you get the light on see i'll look i'll i'll make sure i i look in it quickly just to make sure i don't catch a glimpse of somebody Hmm. that is just myself and scare the shit out of myself classic but um you know another thing too you know we and we haven't even mentioned it but like the child game children's games bloody mary i mean where does that that comes from that natural fear of mirrors. I want to hear what our listeners think about mirrors. I think I will actually look into, just see if there's like a small obsidian mirror that would be good for like studio decor that I don't ever have to look at, that I can just have hanging up on one of the shelves here. And you can stare at it while we film videos or... I'll do it. You will, yeah. And I am very serious about doing uh, some kind of documentary of some sorts. Sounds like a lot of work, though I did just buy lav mics and uh, night vision. So, hey, if we're going to do it, why not go all out? But that pretty much concludes the mirror episode. Um, And this might actually just be part one. I mean, I do have some additional stories that we are going to actually kind of pivot into a correlation episode with Sleep with the Lights On where the 
we've got a pretty much i've been trying to slowly theme out the sleep with the lights on episodes and i think this is a good way to do it too is yeah. have same topics that we touch on with episodes correlate with the videos that we do and it's not going to be a constant thing but for this one in particular i did save a few extra stories to use for a sleep with the lights on episode which will be coming out in the near future yeah you can't have a mirror store a mirror episode without its reflection wow classic how long you've been sitting on that just 10 seconds. Minutes, 10 seconds. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. So if you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, make sure that you do that. We are working on a lot of interesting things. We have been rearranging a little bit of the studio. We just got a desk in here so we can start filming some more interesting videos for you. Interesting. I'm going to stop saying interesting because that's really that's, up to the viewer. That's the new enigmatic. I know. Yeah. Interesting. That's the human equivalent, but the American equivalent yeah. shows our education. It's very interesting. Yeah. That's, that's like me. Like every other episode, you'll hear me say wild, like 500 times. Pretty soon it's going to be like, bro, I think it's bro. always, yeah. What the hell? It already is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, man, I've, I could pretty much narrate an entire audiobook with the sound bites that I have from you. A dark man. And none of them are really family friendly, if you catch me. Uh, what was your favorite story from from the mirror episode, Christian? Did any of these grab you? The uh, the one with the the little girl serpent. Yeah, you like that one only because she it, just stared at it. It's like a cinema. It's got a cinematic quality to it. Yeah, and then she died. I know. Yeah, well, that was my favorite part. You know, I like the dark story. Yeah, that that was probably your favorite part as well. I mean, right, it's so not that died. I like. Yes, I don't. It's not that I like people dying, but I like. When I'm watching or, or being entertained, I like it to get like to leave a mark. Yeah. And, you know, a happy ending is you're like, oh, cool. But when it's not a happy ending, you're like, what the hell? Yeah, I know. What is this world I'm in? What was your favorite part about that story? Why did you enjoy the fact that she died? Was it because she was one of the brown women? <laughs> I don't think that was the case. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a eugenist. Wow. Well. You support them, but that's fine. Anyway, and see, now it's got me thinking again. I want to hear from our listeners regarding mirrors. Do you have, we kind of touched on the placement. We touched on like the orientation, like best practices for if you want to make sure your house isn't filled with demons. What if you got um, like a strobe light in the bathroom and just stared in the mirror? That sounds like a horrible idea. And I want someone to do it and send us <laughs> what happens because that does sound kind of creepy. And, and also play techno music and wear only a thong. And film it for Christian. He's really interested. You should probably have that like uh, fluorescent paint on your face too. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. No, it's fine. I want to. I want to hear from our listeners about their their mirror placements. Have do you have any of these no nos in your house right now? Have you? Did you realize Mm. this was the cause of your problems in your house? Yeah. And if you do have it, and you have experienced some spooky stuff happening in your house, and you switch it up, see if anything else happens. If if it fixes it, you know, you can fix it really easy. Just break the mirror. Oh yeah, nothing's nothing's gonna go wrong if you break that mirror. Just seven years of bad luck or whatever, according to Western cultures. Like I read earlier, I don't know. Yeah, it's a fascinating topic, honestly, and it's one that again I've wanted to do for a long time because there's just so much weird lore out there about them, and I probably didn't even catch everything. Like there's probably a million other things that I could have thrown into this episode, but it was already getting kind of long. And I wanted to save some of these stories again for Sleep With The Lights On. So I was like, you know what? We're going to cap it right there. And if we get more information, like if people enjoy this topic and they want to send in different beliefs or different whatever or their own stories, hey, send them in. We'll make a part two on it. I, again, this is fascinating stuff. And I'm sure Christian also enjoyed it. I know I did. And hopefully you did as well. 
And if you are new to the show, we ask that you review it five stars on Spotify and Apple podcasts, or honestly, wherever you're listening, it really does help us grow this show out. I might actually test out this whole mirror thing and move one of China's mirrors. Please don't. I'm going to. No, I'm not going to test it in the house. I'm going to like move it because like I said, she has a vanity that's that's kind of like it should be like this, but it's kind of angled like this. And over here is a stand up mirror. And then on the back side of that stand up mirror is the bathroom mirror. Even though the bathroom mirror is like this and the stand up mirror is, is like this, which people can't see, but you get a visual. I, I get what you're saying. It's like what my demon family has taught through through the centuries. And I passed it on to China. Yeah, I'm sure. And there's just, I don't know, there's just some weird energy in this house, man, sometimes. And it feels like almost uh, like imaginary. Tension. Yeah, it feels almost imaginary. I'm so glad you mentioned that. <laughs> what could it be? My Im imagination, of course. Now, uh, there is like a weird tension in this house. Paranoia. That's a word that you would call it, yes. But myself, I call it something entirely different. This is when it pays to be a skeptic. Because then you're like, oh, it's nothing. Yeah, like, oh, it's just three mirrors back to back facing side back, forward, front, back, side. It's fine. Yeah, for some reason, it makes me see this horned creature with red eyes. I don't know what it is, but beautiful. it's got to be the brain. Exactly. So do you, uh, let me, to close this out, do you believe in any any of this stuff, or do you just think mirrors are mirrors at the end? Like, do have any of these, the, the, the cultural references or any of the, the stories that we went over, have any of those, like, shifted your view, or are you still just like, nah, whatever? Uh, no, it hasn't really shifted my views. I think the whole, like even breaking a mirror in seven years, bad luck is similar to like, you know, when walking you walking under a ladder or spilling salt. Yeah. Well, I not even walking under a ladder. I say it's closer to the spilling the salt because mirrors used to be really expensive, like salt. So probably people, you know, people would be like, don't waste the salt. You got to throw it over your shoulder and it became a superstition. And maybe that's the same with mirrors, but they are creepy as hell. And I'm here for that. So what you're saying is since you don't believe it, you are 100% down with testing some of these theories. I'll buy you the mirrors, man. I'll buy you a couple nice. Those stand-up mirrors are like 13 bucks at Walmart. Why would, if we're going to do that, we got to get a real mirror. We got to go to a vintage store. You want to go to like Goodwill and try to find mirrors? That's asking a, for a, trouble. Estate sales. I mean, one of these if stories. We're going to do this. We don't want to run around and make our own stuff. It's like, oh, did you hear that sound? We want actual demons. Wow. Uh, no, we don't, first of all. But we do. Like that one story. Do the, you want to be famous? We, got, we not need for demons. demons. <laughs> not for demons. I don't. But um, Sell your soul, man. Just do it. Yeah. That one story we touched on, the lady said this was a brand new mirror from Hobby Lobby. So like, was that actually, you know what? Isn't, wasn't there a story years ago from Hobby Lobby saying that they were selling actual like human bones or some shit as like craft supplies? Yeah, but I don't think they knew it. Yeah, they didn't know it, but it was still happening. So maybe they're selling haunted mirrors and think of their regular run of the mill mirrors. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's uh, that was a little demonic. It's a different kind. That's church magic there mm, yes of course church magic at the old magical church craft shop yeah so anyway that's that's what about if it was it. a hobby lobby mirror that that little slave girl was looking into well it wasn't because it was an old victorian mirror but all right maybe um, that's maybe that's what they made it look like but it ah yes of course the old hobby lobby victorian mirror it's all a conspiracy always but this is not to be derogatory toward Hobby Lobby, that we're just making this conspiracy up. Wow. Classic. Yeah, so do you have any closing thoughts, any final words on mirrors before I wrap this bad boy up? I'm out of lyrics, so I would just like to
to revisit mirrors here in the future. I think there's there's more more information to be gleaned from this subject. I don't know if I've ever used gleaned in a sentence in my whole life. Proud of you. Good job. Yay. Uh, yeah, so anyway, send in your stories to the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. We are coming up on a listener story episode in the very near future. So if you want to be a part of that, stop procrastinating, friends. Send it in. We love hearing your stories. And nothing is better than a, a freaky deaky listener story episode. And you tell your friends that. And you say, hey, I know I'm weird, but I kind of like it. Anyway, find us on social media at Freaky Deaky Pod. Subscribe on YouTube for fresh content weekly. And we'll see you right back here next week where Christian's going to be diving into stories of haunted amusement parks. Is that right? That is correct. Mm, that's a fun one. That's a fun one. You guys are going to want to stay tuned. Subscribe, follow, all the stuff. And join the Facebook group. It's available on the Facebook page. Can you believe it? We'll see you next week. Haunted amusement parks. Goodbye.